Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to focus on a specific astrological topic that will help us navigate these big energies that we're moving through on the planet. And today we're going to take a look at Pluto in Capricorn trining Sedna in Taurus. Then they both move into air signs around the same time in 2023, 2024, and we have some significant energies here that are part of the bigger picture on the planet. So I will explain what all this means in today's podcast episode. You may recall that last Monday's show on January 23rd, 2023, was about the Pluto crossover years, where Pluto closes out its time in Capricorn, where it has been since 2008-2009, and enters into Aquarius, where it will remain until 2044. So Pluto crossover years are significant for how the energies shift and evolve on the planet, as well as what is revealed what comes to light, what has been dug up and is now exposed. So this is a big theme. And now we're going to involve how Pluto is also in a trine to Sedna. Now Sedna is a dwarf planet beyond Pluto, beyond what we typically reference or look at, especially in our solar system. And Sedna is a much slower moving planet that actually takes over 11,000 years to orbit the sun. Now look at that in comparison to Pluto. Pluto takes about 248 years to orbit the sun. Sedna takes over 11,000 years. And what is really fascinating is that this energy of Sedna is actually approaching its closest connection to Earth over the next 50 years. So there is an increase in the influence of Sedna. I'm going to explain the mythology and energies associated with this dwarf planet. But understand that this energy is also in play here as our planet moves through very big energy cycles. So Sedna is associated with the oceans, the seas, and marine life. Sedna is the intuit goddess of the sea who is deeply connected to the energies of the ocean, the bounty of the ocean, all species and beings who live in the ocean. And Sedna is also connected to how her story and mythology involved deep betrayal by her father, where essentially she was set up in an arranged marriage and her husband betrayed her and then her father betrayed her. And they both betrayed her in a way that diminished her sense of self, her personal value, took away her sense of power and choices. And she was then released into the ocean. And part of her expression of energies is in her deep connection to all marine life, dolphins, whales, seals, porpoises, fish, all the animals that exist and 
survive in the watery depths of the oceans. Now, Sedna has the capability of diving into the depths of the oceans as this is her home where she has developed the ability to survive and prosper. And it also is her playground of energetic expression, emotional expression and release. So she is associated with the energies of the seas, of the ocean, again, of marine life. But it's because she also needed a space to work through the deep emotional imprints of betrayal, of feeling that her power was taken from her, her choices were removed, and how that was important in understanding more of her power, more of her capabilities, and what she is here to flow and guide through using water as her domain and as her empowering source of expression. Now, I'm just highlighting the main themes of her mythology so that we can put these pieces together as we look at these energies astrologically. In many ways, Sedna is deeply connected to the energies of Neptune. She's deeply connected, however, to the underworld of Neptune, the deeper uncomfortable emotions and things we move through that we need to process, transmute, and release. And so I was thinking about how Sedna has a similar story as Persephone, where Persephone was kidnapped by Hades, also known as Pluto, taken into the underworld, and became one of the few archetypal guides who can navigate between the underworld and the upper world. And so Persephone was associated with the bounties of the earth, with flowers, agriculture, what comes from the earth because of what is happening below the surface. And Persephone is the tale too of a female who is kidnapped against her will, taken into a space where she has to survive, figure out her journey and see what she can do. And then she returns to the surface of the earth, newly empowered, returning to her light and her life force. Persephone and Mercury, in fact, are the only two who have been associated with being able to voyage into the underworld and gather messages and information that then is taken to the surface. And this is very similar to the story of Sedna, but she's working with the watery depths of the planet, of our emotions, what is residing deep within us that she is guiding us to look at and look through. And in her connection to Neptune, she is helping us to emotionally transmute intense imprints, very intense energies. So this Sedna energy is something that we are really working with strongly on this planet. And it's something that's coming alive, especially as Sedna is going to be trining Pluto in Capricorn and then trining Pluto in Aquarius. And I'll get into that in a moment, but I want to share a little bit more here before we go into those particulars. 
Now, because Sedna moves so slowly through our time-space continuum, she spends multiple decades in an astrological sign. And so she first entered Taurus in June of 1966. And so she has been in Taurus since 1966 and will move into Gemini this year in June 2023. But understand that she has been in Taurus and deeply bringing up our resources and our value around what is happening in the oceans. But at a more personal level, she is bringing up more that resides within us emotionally, within the depths of our being that can be very uncomfortable to look at. So you could identify in your natal chart where you have 0 to 29 degrees of Taurus, as this is where Sedna has been traveling since 1966. And if you weren't born then, uh, that's good to note. But it's important to note that this has been a long-term energy that millions of us have been feeling and working with on the planet. And so she has pulled us into the depths of our value systems, of what is meaningful to us, how we use our resources to create a life that we want. And does it truly work for you? Or is it something that you've just thought you've had to do? Is it something that you were taught or told was important, but you didn't really connect it to your own personal value system? This energy is also working with our emotional imprints at a very deep level in our energies of not feeling worthy, not feeling valuable, not feeling like we're connected to the natural abundance that we possess and that we embody. Sedna in Taurus since the mid 60s until 2023 and 2024 has been revealing to us where we have work to do around our self-worth and our personal value, where we're learning to rely on what we can create, to understand our own connection to what we are declaring is meaningful. However, because of the depths that she goes at in the ocean, it means that anything that we are working with or working through, we have to go into the depths of our emotional programming. And this is where we can voyage into other lifetimes, other timelines, other dimensions of time, and have to look at those imprints you're holding where across multiple lifetimes you were told you weren't worthy or you had programming around money, finances, and economics, or you had something that prevented you from standing on your own two feet. Perhaps there were deep fears. Perhaps you were told you could never do it. You can't have that dream. You can't realize that big goal. You're not going to accomplish that. All of these are messages in our psyches that this Sedna in Taurus energy has been basically gliding us into examining. And also it brings up what we need to face in order to transmute it and evolve it. So there has been deep support here for looking at our value issues, looking at our self-worth, looking at how we truly embrace 
prosperity, abundance, wealth, and not simply in terms of finances or money, but in terms of how we're here to be powerful creators of our own reality. Taurus is the first earth sign. It is where we first come in contact with our five senses, where we understand what we need to do to create a life that we want, what we have to basically apply energy towards in order to manifest what we want. And with Sedna in Taurus, there has been a deeper examination here of what that means, of what is really involved, where it's not just a simple solution. And Taurus likes simplicity. Taurus likes the basics. Show me what you've got. Let's work with it. Let's develop it and grow it. But the Sedna energy takes you into the depths of what's underneath. So if you've had blocks in abundance, in prosperity consciousness, if you've had blocks in really owning and embracing your self-value and your self-worth, it's because there is a deeper imprint that you have to dive into and go into to examine and transmute. And this is where it can also be very beneficial to do any kind of work that takes you into the energetic realms of your own soul's journey, where there could be things that start to connect or start to click. And I'm seeing this as repeating themes, repeating themes throughout your soul's existence of where your self-value has been rejected, where you have been betrayed, where you have not been able to flourish and grow as you feel you should. There have been blocks And this is a collective energy. So keep in mind, this is energy that's been in play since 1966 until 2023-2024. And so we're reaching a point here of understanding what that truly means for you that is much, much deeper than you originally anticipated. Now, because that Taurus energy is about being above the surface, being of the earth, the things you can see and touch, what you can taste, you know, the things that you're listening to, Taurus again is about the five senses and how we create beauty with the five senses, how it brings us joy and harmony and how it can truly support our experiences on the planet. But Sedna is about going deeper unto what's underneath. And I feel like what we've been collectively moving through is really looking at our programming that is not connecting to our current level of consciousness, where there could be some things that you're like, why isn't this coming through? Why isn't this manifesting? I know I meant to experience this. I know I can create that. If you have felt any kind of blocks, there could be something within you that still needs to shift and change. And I'm feeling this at a very cellular level I'm feeling this as energy within the physical body that is ready to be released and evolved. And this is emotional energy. Now think of how Sedna is in Taurus, an earth sign, and will be continuing to trine Pluto in Capricorn, also an earth sign. Now their trine started 
In March 2022, so last year, it continues throughout 2023 and goes into 2024. And so there is an energy here that's being brought to your attention in the earth signs that you need to pay attention to in order to transmute it, evolve it, transform it. And at a personal level, this is your body. This is the energy you're holding in your body at an unconscious, deeper level that is ready to shift through an emotional release, through something that is a purging, something that is designed to basically squeeze out anything that you've been unconsciously holding, especially at a deeper level of your being. And I'm seeing this as the energy that can be trapped in our muscles or tendons or cellular level, the energies that we hold because we're not aware of them. Sort of like if you're not feeling pain in a certain area of your body, you probably aren't thinking of that part of your body. You're probably not aware of maybe what's deeper within that muscle or that part of your own cellular structure. And so it's almost like pain brings our attention to something that needs our attention, but there could be parts of the body here that have just been used to operating in a certain way. And this is where you might be called to really go into deeper body work, deeper emotional body work that helps you move through Anything that has been trapped within you, whether it's from this lifetime or previous lifetimes, but what I'm seeing here is that there are like these deeper hidden pockets in the body that hold energy that can be untouched. It's sort of like if you get a massage and you request a deep tissue massage, that can open up and release more. But this feels even more specific. I mean, this feels like energetic imprints from the family lineage that perhaps you've unconsciously held, but you're ready to move it out, flush it out, purge it out. And it requires specialty body work. My attention is being brought to the psoas muscle, the very important muscle that connects parts of our hip to our spine and how this is one of those deeper muscles that holds a lot of energy, imprints, emotions that we don't always access, we don't always stretch. Simply stretching and opening up the hips or anything that's really tight in the buttocks, in the lower spine, anything that really in that region is about your support and strength. There's something here that's connected to what we're meant to flush out. And that's because of these energies in the earth signs that are about our physical reality. So as I mentioned about Taurus being about the five senses, well, this Pluto and Capricorn energy is about the structures in the world, what we have been understanding needs to evolve through Pluto and Capricorn related to how we have built up our life, how we have built up our world, what we have relied on that we anticipated would be steady and true. Well, Pluto in Capricorn has been deeply shifting and evolving all of that since 2008, 2009. But I'm actually more interested in bringing this to a personal individual level where it's looking at the structures in ourselves 
in our physical energy fields that are ready to be purged and released because of what we've been unconsciously holding that has been emotionally stagnant or stuck. And there is something here that needs to really flow. It needs to open up and evolve. So what happens first is that it brings up a pain. And there could be something painful that this Sedna in Taurus has been revealing or showing you about the deeper energies of betrayal, rejection, abandonment, being ostracized, the deeper emotional components that we might want to disassociate from, distract ourselves from, not deal with, not look at. I don't have time for that. I'm not interested. It's going to go away. But because everything is energy, it never goes away until we actively look at it and actively work with it. And with Sedna, it's the emotional experience. So we have connections here between how our physical body has been holding emotional imprints that have carried out across lifetimes, but we're ready to transmute it. We're ready to free ourselves from some part of this experience or this story. And we're also meant to regain a deeper connection to our bodies a deeper connection as well to the oceans, to the earth, to all animals and species on the planet. There's something here that is being rewired through the purging and the evolution, but it can be wildly uncomfortable as well. So Sedna in Taurus is bringing our attention to what is underneath that we've been working with or not, that we've been avoiding or not. This also brings up the energies of the family dynamic. Specifically, Pluto and Capricorn is about power, patriarchy, mentors, bosses. It's also about father figures and those that you looked up to when you were younger, be it elders in your family or mentors. And if they used their power with wisdom and discernment, or if their power was used in some manner that felt traumatic, that created a situation of not trusting or not feeling safe in your energy. There's a lot here that can basically show up in multiple tangents, if you will. It's like this energy could go out and be expressed or felt in multiple ways. But these are some of the hallmarks of the energy where you haven't been supported in your power, where you have felt abused or that your power was seemingly taken, removed, or used against you. And again, this can be a repeating theme across multiple lifetimes. So it's very personal in many regards. And again, I'm just talking about some of the general themes here. But understand that this is a transformative energy that first you have to purge it. First, you have to acknowledge it. It has to be seen in the light. There's something that you have to see and acknowledge about your self-value, self-worth, personal power that you were taught or told that isn't really your truth, and yet there was something that was absorbed or taken in that is being reprogrammed and also purged 
but I'm seeing this in the body. It just feels very physical. It feels like there's layers of it. So as always, trust what is correct for you. Also trust if there is certain body work you are being drawn to or you feel you're being pulled to. Perhaps there's certain body work that you are being directed to that your guides, your angels, your team wants you to move towards so that you can work with some things that you didn't even realize were residing in your unconscious or in your subconscious. And I'm seeing this as acupuncture. I'm seeing this as something that touches the skin. So not just energy work. I'm seeing this as, again, like deeper massage techniques. Anything that touches the body, that touches the muscles to work with them physically. And this can also be EFT tapping. There's so many types of body work these days. So trust what you're drawn to. Trust what feels correct or feels supportive for you but also allow the emotions to come up because part of the Sedna experience of transformation is the emotional purging and you don't have to understand why. Now, the mind wants the story. The mind wants who are the characters, what happened, what unfolded here, tell me, tell me, tell me the information. But this is an energetic experience, an emotional experience where you might not even know the why. You might not even understand the story. It's what you're feeling. And I'm getting this image too, that it's certainly beyond the time-space continuum, where again, there could be things from other lifetimes that are coming up that are meant to move through, that are meant to be detoxed and purged at this time so that you can be cleansed. And that's part of this transmutation that we're being guided through at this time. Now, since Sedna has been in Taurus since 1966 and will enter Gemini in 2023, June 2023. She's going to enter Gemini June 16th, 2023 and stay at zero degrees of Gemini until November 23rd, 2023, where she then returns back to the final degree of Taurus before fully entering Gemini April 28th, 2024. So she has this crossover experience, which is very significant considering how long she stays in each astrological sign. So as she moves back and forth between Taurus and Gemini, she's doing so at the same time that Pluto is moving back and forth between Capricorn and Aquarius. So we have this beautiful synergy here of how we are elevating and evolving. And this is very cosmic. This is very galactic. So let's bring in that part of the story, right? So Sedna in Taurus reached the Pleiadian galactic degree at 25 degrees of Taurus in June 2015. So since 2015, Sedna in Taurus has been working directly with Pleiadian energy points. Now, the Pleiades is an energy system that 
is beautifully supporting humanity's evolution at this time, helping us to elevate, supporting us with these new codes of worthiness, helping us reprogram what it means to exist on this planet, to open up to more of our own light and our own higher frequencies while also embodying it physically on the planet and in our bodies. So since 2015, Sedna has been conjunct and working with Pleiadian energies, and that's been part of our galactic expansion. That's part of how our bodies are evolving. Our DNA is changing. Our DNA is waking up, whereas we thought it was considered junk DNA, but really it's holding deeper imprints of our soul consciousness. And again, this is something that can't just be compartmentalized or filed away, especially in certain scientific discoveries or processes. This is bigger than that. This is something energetic and galactic that we are feeling and working with. So as Sedna has been working with the Pleiadian energies, it's helping humanity's evolution in understanding our power, our worth, our love frequency. This has been elevating the energies of love on the planet because of how it's working with each of us at a DNA level to elevate what we hold inside. Again, what the physical body is holding, what the physical body is receiving and embracing. So this is part of our awakening journey where we have this planet, Sedna, that experienced deep betrayal, rejection, and abandonment is now receiving the force of energy from the Pleiadians since 2015 and is helping us understand more of those stories through detachment, through stepping back, through no longer feeling like this is me or these are my blocks or this is what I have to do. There's an opening here of the energies where, yes, you've probably felt these stories come alive. I also feel like this is why there's a lot more personal work being done on the planet because we've gotten to this discomfort with certain stories. We've gotten to this place of, you know, I don't understand what's been going on in my family or what's been going on in my friendships or relationships or with money or any area of life. It doesn't feel like it's fully connecting. So as we talk about human ascension and awakening, our bodies have to change in their frequencies. Our bodies have to shift at a base level in order to connect with those new energies. And so here we've had Sedna in Taurus working with Pleiadian energies to show us the way, to open us up to even more, to expand us beyond what we initially understood. And in order to really take on or tackle these energies, you have to see how it's affected you. It has to be personal. It has to be brought to your individual awareness. And so that's why there's been this huge theme in recent years around healing, around looking at our attachment issues, at looking at our family issues, at looking at the ongoing relationship between narcissists and empaths, at looking at all these themes in human relationships, identifying what's healthy and what's not, and then making the right choices for ourselves to reprogram and shift it. But again, it has to be at an emotional level. 
Because this sedna energy is about going into the depths of our feelings. Now, this can also highlight our mental health. This also highlights depression, where we feel stuck or hopeless. This also can bring up despair and overwhelm. Again, the very deep, deep parts of our emotional being that can be very uncomfortable to visit or to tap into. But this Sedna energy wants us to really look at it and reclaim our power, to reclaim what we thought or believed was taken from us, what we thought was a betrayal, what we thought was a rejection, and how to understand it from a more cosmic viewpoint. Now, as Sedna and Pluto both move into air signs, Sedna moves into Gemini, Pluto moves into Aquarius, they will still be in a trine. And this trine is going to help us reformulate the ideas and concepts that we didn't see before. This is where we're going to have new, higher understandings of what your soul has been through. This is where we're going to have new insights into what is important and how to rewrite the narrative to a place of empowerment and abundance and prosperity, and feeling that you really are worth it. Feeling like, no, I am worth this. And it could be something that you're deeply reprogramming for the very first time in your soul's journey. This brings up very deep karma, very deep soul contracts, very deep healing lessons. This brings up a depth within us that can be painful. Going back to body work, have you ever had a massage or some type of body work done that was wonderful and then you also felt the pain, right? It was a little bit painful the following 24, 48, 72 hours afterwards because of what it triggered in the muscle or in the body. That is similar to this kind of purging where we are evolving through various feelings and sensations that aren't easy, that aren't simple, that just take time. And think also about how long it takes the body to heal. The body heals on its own terms. The body heals in its own way. And there's things that we can't rush. It's our body consciousness that's in charge. So there is a deep connection here to what our bodies have been unconsciously holding that have been a part of our ongoing life experiences because of how that energy in the cells, in the DNA, in everything that you're physically containing has contributed to your aura, to your energy, to how you show up, to how you feel in your own skin. All of that is being supported in 2023 and 2024 of being beautifully purged and released in some way so that you can essentially understand, work with, and embody new energies that will not be blocked. And of course, I'm just seeing this energetically, but what it looks like is that Sedna and Pluto are both about going into the depths of energy and leaving no stone unturned, leaving nothing untouched. 
And so this is where it can also feel very draining and exhausting. This is where you might have to be moderating your physical self as it's going through some intense overhauls, as it's moving through a big transformation. But remember, we've had the beautiful support of Pleiadian energy streaming through and coming in. These Pleiadian energies want to support humanity in being in its power, standing in its love for self in order to bring in more love on the planet. But we have to deal with the hurt and the pain. And so that's why this isn't easy. That's why big themes could be coming up for you at a karmic level in order to heal it, in order to be aware of it, in order to understand the patterns, but also how you've participated in the pattern. Because a big part of healing is responsibility for your own energy, your own participation, your own choices. And oftentimes that's where we're unconscious. We didn't see what was happening. We didn't see what was unfolding. This can be very common in the narcissistic empath trauma bond scenarios where those ongoing cycles might be difficult to realize or actualize, but that's also where you're taking responsibility for your own role in the equation and doing so from a place of empowerment, not from a place of victim consciousness. Because there can be this energy here of, well, why does this always happen to me? Or why am I the one left out? Why am I rejected? And this whole on ongoing story that continues to unfold across your life or multiple lifetimes. Well, this is where you stand in your power and understand, okay, I wasn't aware of something. I didn't even see this in my own energy. I wasn't aware of how I grew up with this imprint. Again, pulling in that Capricorn energy. I wasn't aware of the influence of this elder or this father figure or someone that I looked up to. Keep in mind that even though Capricorn is about authority figures, it's the parent you looked up to, which could be either the mother or the father. So Capricorn can be the mother, the matriarchy, or the father, the patriarchy. It can be either. So it's whatever you looked up to that left an influential imprint on who you are, on what you're capable of in the world. Capricorn ideally evolves us to the point where we are mature and responsible to contribute to show up, to take care of our responsibilities, to have a job and to understand the bills we have to pay. Also to help us identify our next goals, our next level of attainment or what we want to achieve in this life. But we could feel that perhaps that was not something that was encouraged in you. You weren't given that support. You weren't given that push or encouragement to be the best you could be in the world or to follow your dream or to understand that you're here with beautiful gifts that the world can benefit from. So Pluto and Capricorn can also reveal where you didn't get what you needed to feel powerful in the world. And then it's directly working with this Sedna and Taurus that is actually wanting you to come back into yourself, look at the foundational energy you're working with, and understand what needs to shift and evolve. Now keep in mind, not everyone does this work. Not everyone is interested in this. Not everyone wants to go deep. Not everyone wants to go deep. Not everyone wants to go into their healing. There are people who are afraid of what they will discover. 
They are afraid of what will come up. They're not ready. They can't handle it. They're just saying, nope, I'm opting out. So keep in mind, this is a very personal choice as all things are in the realms of spirituality and energetics. But if you are embracing this part of your journey, there is energy that is beautifully transforming in you that can't be rushed. It can't be rushed through it. Again, things happen in their own time. And because we're working with a very deep core energy, it takes as long as it takes. And it's not something that the mind or logic can control. It's not something that can even be planned out on a calendar in the ways of the energetics. So what we're moving through is a very deep, intense reprogramming around these themes of rejection, abandonment, betrayal, feeling ostracized, feeling like someone else took away part of your power, took away your choices or your opportunities. And that is what we're being gifted with reprogramming. And I feel like this is a bigger topic. So I'm going to come back and do a part two for you next Monday. We're going to continue this discussion of Pluto in Capricorn trining Sedna because I feel like there's more that we're meant to literally dig into as we rewire and work with this. It is intense. It is emotional. But there's beautiful cosmic support, especially with the Pleiadian energies here. Also look at how Sedna is completing this very long journey in Taurus that started in 1966. And there could be things that you're realizing now about the past few decades of your life. And of course, that'll depend on your age. But if there are themes that you've been working through and you've been wondering, why isn't this shifting? Why hasn't this changed? It could have changed already at a cellular base level. It just takes time for the other shifts to occur in the physical realms. So we will keep discussing these energies in next Monday's show. I hope you will join me then. In the meantime, I will be back on Wednesday. Wednesday is when we discuss the weekly energies that we're moving through. And please check out my YouTube playlists where I have a lot of videos for you discussing more about the specifics in your chart, as well as the asteroids, the dwarf planets, but also more about your unique energy signature and what you're here to experience in this lifetime. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online where I have a variety of astrology programs and courses, as well as business development offerings for those of you who are stepping into your soul purpose and your soul mission, and you're here to power up and level up your work in the world. Please check out that full library of information. I really hope it supports you and gets you to where you need to go next. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to connecting with you again in our next episode. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, thanks for your likes, your subscribes, comments, and sharing in your groups and in your circles. I'll see you back here soon.